Hey everybody, uh, man, I am super ripped. I smoked a um, strain that I just got like a nugget or two of, and yeah, it's um, it's a sativa. I already did my walk and stuff, and I'm pretty tired. Also had a um, psychedelic experience with MDMA the other day, a very light dose, 80. And that was a really good experience for me. Because I just, just the way my brain works, I want to see all the connections. I want everything to make sense. And then I get afraid, I get really afraid of taking a wrong step because there were a lot of people around me that seemed to have a lot of fear about making a wrong step and that there's a bunch of people out there trying to take advantage of things. And I believe all of this started this morning. Like my brain has been in a billion different places today. Super, super active, but I can see it all with this strain but it doesn't slow down like it does with the ice cream cake. So all the ideas are connecting, but I can remember them is what seems to be happening. And I want to outline all of this because I think that like a great idea for a book would be sin, a user's guide. You know, the title of the book is Sin, and the subtitle is A User's Guide. And really, just talk about the spiral, or I'm sorry, talk about, yeah, talk about the seven deadly sins and kind of how they get in our way. And how personal growth stuff can help us move forward in that area. And I started thinking about this because, so first Seth Meyers was talking about how, you know, in inner city areas, if you look at the budget in an inner city, it's all police. And the way he said it, he said it's, it's communities thinking, conservatives thinking, that this top-down approach of control and order is the solution when... You know, you look at the budget of a city, they got all this money spent on like tanks and riot gear and stuff. And it's just to fund defense and this whole feeling that, you know, we're going to fight and other people are going to try and kill us. Well, you know, when you're the strongest, if you haven't done some personal growth and you're not, you haven't gotten a grave six yet where you see other people deserve the gifts that you have. Six seems to be where you go, you know what? Everybody deserves all this stuff. That's what allows you to go to tier two. There's no real human needs left. You've taken care of the fear in the first half of the spiral, bottom of tier one, and then you've taken care of the empowerment in the second half of the spiral. And that's when 
you realize yeah that it's here too you got to just meet everybody where they're at you have to be able to hear and understand all of them be curious not defensive and with the objective personality people I've been watching on TV or on TV <laughs> on YouTube and on their site they what were they you know Seth Meyers was talking something about TV in this episode let me just look at the title so you guys can look it up if you want because it triggered all these thoughts and it was really really good it's um, Trump sinks in polls protesters call to defund the police a closer look and it's one of the ones where he's at home and it was right before this um, black woman came up in the back that looks a little bit like Amber from the show. At first, I thought it was Amber as I was on my walk and don't have my glasses on. But, um, and I was like, wow, she's brilliant. But uh, as some, you know, community-oriented uh, person for change. And she's talking about, you know, basically started talking about the Graves model, how if, you know... We're using money and rules to operate a three economy. That's what conservatives do. Conservatives just look towards three and five. Holy fuck. Conservatives look towards that side of the spiral. Money and power. And progressives look to the right-hand side, which is, I think, the Jesus-looking. Well, Jesus probably watched the middle line. Um, But they're looking at the community side. Oh my God. Yeah, this is the jump. This is why we're ready. This is why a fourth turning happens here. The way we make progress is families change. People, things generally get better. It's getting more crowded and that makes it hard to see. But things are generally getting better. If your life is better than your parents' life, you shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be trying to hold on to it. You should be willing to go all the way back down to how your parents lived because it brought you to where you're at. And that gives you grace. Ken showed me this when he was talking about his mom and and his sister and everything that went on there. And just, man, I just cried for him the other night. This is a friend of mine who just experienced something really traumatic when he was young. And it just helped me see him in such a different light. And it's shadow stuff, you know, it's the stuff you're ashamed of. Oh man, those are always the things that you protect. You don't want people to see it, but honestly, if you just let people see it compassionately and with grace, I think that there's freedom in it. There's freedom from the pain and the suffering. And that is, um, man, that's just so beautiful. Yeah, you know, three and five, that side of the spiral is also going to keep us kind of isolated from other people. Well, because, yeah, your focus is on self. Well, well, 
this is like all so what's happening right now guys this is i've got all these audio notes and i thought i was leaving an audio note for myself because this is how my brain works is like there's just all these connections being made and then i'm seeing pictures on how to like i see a model of it like i'm seeing the spiral and graves model and i'm real i'm thinking first of all the cone needs to be inverted so it gets tighter and tighter and tighter at the top rather than being small at the bottom and going wider. I guess they're trying to show it encompassing people, but wider experience. But for me, as an NETI guy, I'm like, no, all of that stuff, stuff comes to me. It all centers to me. <laughs> That's funny. See, it's I draw the spiral even whether the cone is whether it's a hurricane or a shower based on my personality type. So I'm just seeing all of, and I know none of this is making sense to you guys. I keep talking like I'm on a, an audio note because I just finished leave, reading them or leaving one for myself. But um, I, it's been a couple of days since I had a show and I wanted to get one out. Had a really interesting experience the other day um, with a compound that um, just really helped me understand how to love myself and how to love other people and be comfortable with my own body, my own emotions, my own skin, other people's skin. Because I'm like a weird germaphobe. Like, you know, maybe there's a lot of me that doesn't like people. I mean, I do really like people. But I like want their thoughts and stuff. And so I kind of get a little... I get grossed out by bodies. <laughs> I get grossed out by my own body. I get grossed out by other people's body. I'm like, oh, there's germs everywhere. Other people have germs. This person just handed me this cup. But then I saw them wipe their nose with the you know back of their hand with their finger you know and then they but then they grab my cup so what's on the cup like you just see that all the time you know or they wipe their hand and put their hand in their pocket you know you see the businessman walking down the street and then you realize he's gonna get to fucking work and shake somebody's hand like with his snot hand and i just see that stuff and i'm like oh because we're just unconscious of it you know you're not thinking you're not thinking at the time that you wipe your hand with, or you wipe your nose with your hand, you're not thinking, oh, I'm gonna bump into somebody later and have to shake their hand. You're like, oh, I'm here, I don't have a napkin. I can just use my finger in the inside of my pocket and it's all good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I am publicly on a podcast deconstructing my germophobia and Yeah, it's just weird. I'm seeing all, I'm seeing how the Graves model spiral, um, anagram. I'm trying to see what they actually measure and then how they all integrate. But I'm definitely seeing like Dave and Shan at the um, objective personality. I can see how they are focusing on the paradoxes and the contradictions and the self-deception. That is sin. And, to, and that made me think that I had an idea for a book called Sin, A User's Guide, where, you know, I would talk about the seven deadly sins, but then what if I approach them from the standpoint of just like, uh, 
issues, certain issues that certain types might have or what might lead to, you know, what leads to a rich asshole being a rich asshole. You can see all that three energy in there. You can see, um, you know, where they're at on graves. Um, did I say three energy? I meant me energy. I don't know what I said three for. Um, cause yeah, but you can see that gut triangle, right? And Sorry about this podcast, everybody. My brain is just spiraling. (laughs) You know, as you become more self-aware, I'm ending with this right now, everybody. As you become more self-aware, especially when you study stuff like, you know, personality and society and how people work and how they think, it helps you be much more gracious. This is what it means to love your neighbor. It's like you really figure them out. You really try and understand them. You don't go on the assumptions anymore. You don't peacock your weaknesses out. Because when you do that, you're signaling, oh, look, I've got all this info, I've got all this info. That really doesn't, you know, what that, I can't see Neil deGrasse Tyson talking, you know, he'll talk about an experiment, but he doesn't, he doesn't say, I guess he does say all the scientists believe this, but that's only when it's kind of like, yeah, it's just sort of hard to disagree with that. Like it's sort of hard to disagree when you say all Christians have a strong belief about Jesus. Like it has to be that way. Okay, so what you're about to hear is uh, my podcast gone ramble. So I apologize for that. Um, Big part of it is that I'm stoned. But another part of it is because I'm stoned and have been thinking a lot in the last couple of days, I had a very interesting um, chemical experience the other day that helped me have a lot of empathy for other people. And, well, it's a chemical that most people use to get empathy for other people. But what I have found, and apparently it's being studied um, to treat PTSD at major universities right now, um, it's a very popular social drug. But what I'm discovering is that... um, I, you know... I don't have a lot of love for myself and um, a lot of it has to do with it's got all to do with all this personality stuff and like my interest, your interest, all of us it's just a really cool combination of all of these things connected together and I guess you know, seeing the objective personality people take stuff down these binaries from A to B is really cool to get to these 512 personalities, right? But then you know, that intersects with a spiral 
uh, in spiral dynamics. And that intersects with the Enneagram, which sort of measures different things. There's connections, but they just measure different things. Um, you know, the spiral is sort of gut, get, gut, gut, head and heart. <laughs> and, um, or I'm sorry, that's the Enneagram, uh, is gut, head and heart. And Myers-Briggs is sort of how do people take in information and how do people process information? It's really basically all that Myers-Briggs is. How do we get, how do we receive and process stimulus? And where does that, and then my questions are always, where does that stimulus come from? You know, sensing versus intuition. Where does intuition come from? Where do thoughts come from? It's not your brain. There's that, um, the, the female that talked to the, um, oh my gosh, it's a YouTube guy in this blue set. And they were basically talking about consciousness and how, we can measure that the thought happens before the brain reacts. I don't know how that happened, but it was something about that. It was, but there were questions about consciousness and what is it? And I think personality is a little bit of your head and your gut interacting. Let me think about this, or is it your head and your heart? Eh, you know, it's just maybe it's something different. It's, golly, here, I'm starting back on one of my rambles again because all the ideas are just coming together. Oh, I need my whiteboard. I got a whiteboard on order because everything's closed and I don't like the ugly ones at the store. And I really need to graph all this out. I'm going to get paper and do that now. So anyway, uh, I apologize for this episode because it's a fucking mess. I'm high. And I love Jesus. I love people. I love myself. Fuck. In my whole life, I thought that those things were all true about me all along, but they haven't ever been true until just now. Well, recently anyway, super recently. Um, I don't think anyone will ever hear these, but if you're listening to this, I don't care who the fuck you are. I want you to know that I love you. Um, I don't know you. I don't know your life experiences and stuff. But I know that you are a person. And I know that you are trying to figure it out. And I know that you are doing the best that you can. And for all of that, I love you. And it'd be cool if we met and hung out. When you can learn to love everybody around you, even and especially the people you don't know, you, you love the people you don't know so that you don't fear them, you'll be free. Um, yeah, this weird conversation when I had the chemical experience the other night with this person who talked all about love and stuff, and then at the end of the night, it devolved into he just bought a gun recently because he sees sketchy people everywhere. It's like, man, that is some shit to fucking work on. That is some shit to work on. <laughs>